Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've mentioned before that judges have to uh, behave well, uh, not just the point where they have to avoid impropriety. They must avoid the appearance of impropriety. And so, you know, every now and then I'll talk to somebody who says, you know, Steve, I went through the legal system a while back and I had a judge who hated me or I had a judge who did bad things or prosecutors out to get me. And, and, and you know, you hear these stories all the time. You wonder, like, really, does that actually happen that often, though? Does, does somebody really you know, make mistakes that large and get away with it. Well, here's one. Dennis and a few other people sent it to you from msn.com. Uh, stories by Alexander Gladstone, Akiko Matsuda, and Becky Yurek. Bankruptcy judge to stop handling cases after relationship with lawyer revealed. So the judge apparently has been hearing cases in which a lawyer that he has a relationship with has been one of the attorneys representing one of the parties before him, and that never crossed his thought process as being wrong. <laughs> Houston bankruptcy judge is stepping down from handling large corporate reorganizations following revelations that he had a romantic relationship with a bankruptcy lawyer whose firm filed cases in his court. And now here's the thing. The guy's got a job to do. She's got a job to do. I'm talking about when they're in the courtroom, not when they're at home. And they're allowed to do their jobs. But he should be disclosing that to everyone. So when her firm shows up on a case in front of him, it would be incumbent upon him to notify the other side. Just to let you know, she and I have a romantic relationship. If that's going to bother anybody here, let's transfer the case someplace else. And I would suggest that if that were me, I would automatically do that. But, but at the very least, he should tell people. The fact that he didn't tell people shows an amazing lack of, oh, I don't know, judgment. <laughs> uh, the man made the announcement after he received questions in the Wall Street Journal about court records that show he approved more than a million dollars in legal fees billed by his romantic partner for her work in 16 different cases that he presided over. So there were 16 cases in front of him. She was working on the cases, and he approved more than a million dollars in legal fees that she billed. So it's not just that she stood in front of him and argued a case. He actually approved the payment of large fees to her. The two of them have been in a relationship for years and lived together at a home in the Houston area the judge did confirm to the Wall Street Journal. So he told the Wall Street Journal, yes, we live together at a home in the Houston area. He said at a Friday court hearing that he is stepping down from the panel that handles large corporate Chapter 11 proceedings in Houston. He said that media attention about him has prompted an investigation by the federal appellate court that oversees Texas. You see, bankruptcy courts are federal in nature, at least these kind are, and so he has to answer to the federal court system on this one. As part of the investigation, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit requested, and he has agreed, to be removed from the panel. Now, complex bankruptcy cases are the panel he was on, and uh, the cases that were assigned to him will be reassigned. They asked the Fifth Circuit for comment, who declined. Meanwhile, he oversaw some of the nation's largest and most high-profile Chapter 11 cases of the last few years, including that of J.C. Penney, Neiman Marcus, and Chesapeake Energy, which is an oil driller, Whiting Petroleum, and Denbury Resources, also an oil driller. In each of those cases and others, 
his uh, romantic partnership was a partner at a Texas law firm, and she billed hours along with her colleagues for their work representing the companies in bankruptcy, according to Chapter 11 records. And so he would have to approve those requests for payment, and apparently he did to the tune of about a million dollars. Judge also said he would have had a recusal obligation for cases involving her firm only if they'd been married and had communal property. And he said that he and his girlfriend agreed years ago that she herself would never appear in his courtroom. He added that he believed he was entitled to a certain degree of privacy about their relationship. So he thought if they were married, have to disclose it. Not married, don't have to disclose it. Property records show the two began living at the same address in 2017. A survivorship agreement attached to the deed of the house lists both of them as owners and states that the two own the property jointly. If one of the two dies, the other inherits the property directly, going outside of probate. Uh, Meanwhile, the judge declined to comment to the journal Friday regarding the fees that he approved, the survivorship agreement for the house, or his decision to step down from the complex case docket in Houston. Uh, In December of last year, the woman left the law firm to start her own, and they focus on bankruptcy and trustee work. Between 2018 and 2022, court records show that the woman billed just over a million dollars in a total of 16 bankruptcy cases for which her boyfriend was the presiding judge in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Houston. The law firm she worked with, including other partners, billed more than $6 million in those cases. Uh, She also worked in other cases in which a different Houston bankruptcy judge presided, but but her boyfriend served as a mediator. (laughs) Meanwhile, the relationship between the two gained attention last week when an individual plaintiff sued the judge over rulings that he made while presiding over the bankruptcy case of offshore driller McDermott International. The plaintiff was a shareholder in McDermott who had unsuccessfully pursued a variety of claims in bankruptcy and state courts against the company, which was represented by the woman's firm and other firms in Chapter 11. The lawsuit he filed last week against the judge in federal court alleges that the judge's decision-making in the bankruptcy case violated his constitutional rights and that the rulings were tainted by the judge's relationship with the woman with whom he lives in a house they jointly own. The judge declined to comment last week on the merits of that lawsuit. Meanwhile, uh, that man filing the lawsuit had previously sought the judge's removal from the case and alleged in a March 2021 court hearing that the judge had a relationship with the attorney. And uh, his claim was dismissed for lack of evidence. So apparently the evidence is now out there. Uh, The firm, meanwhile, says we are confident that we acted responsibly. The firm says that. And so it looks like I'm not sure that the woman ever actually appeared in his court standing there in front of him arguing these cases. But she works at a large law firm that does a ton of work on a case. And the bills get submitted to the court and they say, Your Honor, we're asking the court to approve these bills for the work we did in this case. As he looks through the bills, because he's required to do so to make sure they're appropriate, as he looks through the bills to see what work was done by whom and what they charged for it, he would see her name popping up over and over again. And you might say, but Steve, he might not have spotted it buried in all that legal paperwork. (laughs) I think you'd spot your girlfriend's name when it pops up repeatedly in a document like that, asking for a million dollars in reimbursement. Uh, So actually, I guess it's combined a variety of cases. So what's crazy about this case is that he thought it was okay. And he said, well, I thought 
if we were married, I had to disclose it, but otherwise, no. And it gets you back to the standard. And the standard, it's worded slightly different depending what state you're in, what system you're in. But generally speaking, judges have to hold themselves to the highest standard. And the highest standard means you've got to avoid doing anything wrong. And that would be what we call impropriety. And not only must they avoid doing anything wrong, they must avoid the appearance of impropriety. So as you can imagine, he may have ruled on her cases identically to how he'd rule on every other case out there. And yet everyone's going to look at that and go, that's not fair. Her firm is in front of him asking to approve fees, and some of those fees were racked up by her, and he didn't disclose that? Because again, the relationship by itself isn't wrong. It's the existence of the relationship and it not being disclosed to the parties in the courtroom. Okay, so that's always, always going to be a problem. And so we've heard before of judges who have relationships with prosecutors, uh, relationships with defense attorneys, uh, relationships with other court personnel. And that type of stuff, although embarrassing, needs to be disclosed. Absolutely needs to be disclosed. Uh, You'll recall I did a video a while back about a judge in Michigan who wound up getting kicked off the bench, spent some time in jail because she was such a bad judge. And at one point in time, she had an affair, I believe it was, with the police officer who was the lead investigator in a murder case. And during the trial, they were, um, well, in, in the courtroom, she'd be up on the bench and he'd be sitting at the prosecution table. And then after hours, they were someplace else but, you know, she didn't have a robe on anymore, and he probably didn't have his uniform on anymore. But that relationship would need to be disclosed, and it would probably be best if she'd reassigned that case. And so whenever a law firm filed an action in this court and it got assigned to this judge, he would have needed to notify all parties. By the way, I've got a relationship going with somebody at this firm here. But to avoid that, he could have just simply told the rest of the judges in that panel that I can't handle cases of this firm because I've got a relationship with a woman there. We live together. We're not married, but we live together. And that wouldn't look good, whether or not he can be fair. And that's the problem here. And by the way, some people might wonder why the appearance of impropriety, that's such a high standard to meet. And this is why. Because anytime people go to court, And the court rules, either one side is ticked off or the other side is ticked off or they're both ticked off. It almost never happens where both sides walk out of court with rainbows and puppy dogs and everyone's happy and hugging and, oh, this is a healing process. No, 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 no. Everybody walks out of court ticked off, okay? So when you walk out of court and you're ticked off and the judge ruled against you, and you find out later that he had a relationship with an attorney from that firm that got the adverse ruling to you, oh, you're going to get real ticked off. And it doesn't matter if somebody, by the way, nobody can do this, but if somebody could show you, by the way, his ruling is exactly the same. It had not, doesn't matter. That's what it looks like. And the courts want to avoid that. They don't want the courts to look like they're slanted, to look like they're playing favorites, to look like there's certain people who are always going to get a good shake from them. And that's what this looks like. So this should not have happened. The judge was completely wrong on this. And the real problem here is if somebody like J.C. Penney went through bankruptcy a few years ago, and now it's been disclosed that, oh, by the way, the judge had a relationship with an attorney on the firm representing J.C. Penney. Well, that horse has sailed a long time ago. 
What, how, 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 what are you, are you going to try to bring the cadaver back and, and try to revive it and redo the bankruptcy? So there might not be much of a remedy here, except for something that the courts can do to the judge. And the question is, will the judge be punished or sanctioned in any way for his behavior? And he should be. He absolutely should be. What that sanction should be, I'm not going to weigh in on that. But obviously, it can be anything from they can do nothing. They could tell him, hey, what you did is wrong. They could tell him publicly, hey, what you did is wrong. Or they could suspend him with pay. They could suspend him without pay. Or they could kick him off the bench entirely. But that process, because it's a federal court system, takes more work and also probably involves Congress, believe it or not. So that's a crazy story. But yeah, the judge had a relationship with an attorney at a firm that's in front of him a whole bunch of times. And he approved more than a million dollars in legal fees that were billed by her. Okay? So he saw her name on the billing sheet and said, yes, I approve that. Up to the tune of a million dollars over a bunch of cases. So there you go. We'll see what happens. Dennis, thanks for sending it. Bankruptcy Judge Jones to stop handling complex cases after a relationship with the lawyer revealed from MSN.com. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It does not matter how slowly you go so long as you do not stop.